0: Hey, y'all, can, y'all can have a seat, but, but as you take a seat, man, I, I just want to share just a couple seconds with y'all, and then I want to respond to remember, and if you could, as they're, as they're leaving today, would you just ask the Lord, hey, God, I'm, I'm here, May I just ask you to speak to me, just right where you are, I believe that God actually wants to talk to you today in the way that you need to hear, would you ask him to speak with you? Father, I just pray that you just speak to us now through your word. Thank you so much for your word. And thank you so much for loving us, God, and the display of that today. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Come on. This is just fun. This is a fun life to live. But you know, in 1 Corinthians 15, it says, Paul says, and if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless and our faith is useless. Did you know that? If Jesus didn't raise from the dead, do you know we're just wasting our time? Do you know why? Because the resurrection confirmed all that Jesus said. Listen, if he raised from the dead, then what he said matters. Anybody with me on that? I mean, look, like if one of y'all die and you resurrect and you come back, I got, I got some questions, and we're gonna to listen to some stuff that you got to say. We'll say, come on now. But Jesus is not dead, He's alive. That's why He sent His Spirit, and His Spirit is here in this room. And I believe His Spirit is actually calling people to Himself, as He has done Tate, and Kristen, and Maggie, and all of us here who've been baptized into Jesus at one point. The Spirit of God called you. The Holy Spirit is here, and He's active among us today. And he's drawing many even in this room. But he confirmed some things that Jesus said. And I want to tell you something that Jesus said today. And this is like one of my favorite verses. Here's what Jesus said. When a group of teachers and religious leaders came and saw Jesus eating, he was eating with tax collectors and sinners. And they they asked the disciples, why does he eat with such scumbags? Why does he eat with these people? I mean, how could he? He's like some good guy, right? might feel like you're the only not good guy in the room? <laughs> then Jesus heard this. He told them, listen to this. Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I've come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. Listen today. If you're in the room and you are the only, you feel like you're the only one not worthy of the love of God, then you are very, very close. You're actually very, much closer than many people who think that they've got it together and that God just appreciates them because they've lived better than everybody else. Because the truth is, our good deeds are, tr- are not good enough before God. And God's love is greater than I can even describe up here. It's what Jake read to start our service. I pray that the eyes of our heart would be enlightened because it's supernatural to understand that God loves you, but you can't even fully comprehend the depth of God's love. I can't even understand it. It's so big, but God loves you so much. And and I need to tell you that today. God loves you so much, but not only does he love you, he loves everybody in your life. He loves everybody that you walk past the street. He loves everybody at the grocery store. And every person, every eye that you look into, there's not an eye you will look into in this next week that God does not love. Think about that for a second. There's not one eyeball that you will look into that God does not love and willing to give, their, give his life up for them. Not one. Now, go and see them the way he does and understand your place in it. His words matter. Did you know healing is the heart of our God? Healing is the heart of our God. He came as the doctor. And look, we're none of us doctors, I'm sharing the doctor's words, but I'm a patient. Come on now. I'm a patient. And all of us are in the hospital right now. We're getting recouped. We're getting revived from, from the doctor's words, from his medicine. And then we're going to go out to the place where people need medicine. Let's go. You're allowed. You're invited. Go. I love what Miss Donna said. Now go. But this word call. I love this word. I have come to call. I've come to call. I looked in the, in the book of Mark, and the word call is used two different ways. One is when they're calling a name or calling to a purpose. So they called out that this will be called a house of prayer. This is going to be called, or they called out to Jesus a name. But the funny connotation between these two, the longer you live, your name is often maybe connotated with the people in your life according to the purposes you've lived by, right? Does that make sense? According to what you've done in your life, oftentimes your name corresponds to that idea. So if, hey, if you live it up, your friends know your name when it comes up. I know know that guy. (laughs) Think of all the memories. And a lot of times when we live this life and whatever name you've got, not just your name, but the purposes you've lived by and people know you by, you've got a name. All these life experiences lead to a name. And a lot of times, I don't know if this, this, I believe God gave me this idea, but a lot of time we get a name that we wanna change I wanna change my name, I wanna change a perception. So I get on this side, and I do everything I can to try to change the name that I've earned. Anybody know? And I work so hard, but I never, if I'm working to change my name, listen, I'm never free to do anything but consider myself. And I might do a lot of good things But you know why my good things are motivated? They're just motivated from me, just my heart. It's just all about me. It's about nothing else. And here's the truth we're here celebrating today. When the word says that he came, that we might have life or that we might be healed, it's so that we get to take our hands off of our life like this. And the word talks about the fact that Jesus actually comes and does the work for us, balancing out the scale. I don't know how. (laughs) Jesus comes and he balances out the scales. This is why it's good news. Look, this is good news. This life, if you try to play Jesus, will make you ill. You will find yourself angry and wrath filled because the truth is you're trying to fix yourself and you know you're broken, but nobody else might know. And you're tired of putting on airs. You're tired, and so you're mad at yourself and you lash out on everybody else. You can let all that go today. Let your hand off of the scale. Faith shift. I don't trust myself anymore. I trust Jesus. And when you come to Jesus with open hands and you let go of the scale of your life, he promises to balance it out, to forgive you forever. And do you know what the good news is? You never have to come back to this place and try to balance it out ever again. Do you know what we get to live in? Thankfulness. Because it's a better promise and he will never stop loving you. And with that, we're told to remember. Remember. And today we remember that Jesus died and his blood was poured out to give us a promise to make us right before his father, to give you a perfect relationship with him, not one you ever have to earn or do anything for, but a free gift from him just because he loves you. Would you receive that today? Would you stand with me as we step into our final time? But I'm gonna ask that we respond. And today is set up over here. We're going to remember today. And when you're ready, here's what this symbolizes. This bread is a symbol of Christ's body, which is broken for you. And every time we gather, we think about this. And all of this is made from one loaf of bread. And that one loaf of bread signifies this, guys. We have all come to one person and his name is Jesus for the, for the forgiveness of our sins, all of us. And today we remember that on this day of Easter. So music is gonna play. And if you need to do business with God in your heart, do that. As he's placed it in your heart, do that. And hey, listen, as we continue, we're gonna have two songs, and during those songs, you can move when you're ready. But if you don't know Jesus and you haven't let go of the scale, this still isn't balanced, by the way. That's just not good, you know? It's a little better. Jesus does it better than me, okay? If you need to let go of the scale today, would you do that right now? Just let go. Have him. He's here. He's calling you. Say, Jesus, I let go, and I want to trust you. Here I am. I trust you. Watch. And then come let me know, and then be baptized, be born again. And then step into the famine. Let's celebrate again. As we move today, if that's you, come on. But let's move together in faith and watch God do miracles here in this room. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. And thank you that you are the healer. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Move when you're ready.